This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And this your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 255 on UOs. Yeah. Consistent. Um, consistent. I'll consistent. be honest, man. I did not want to record today, dog. We got to wait until tomorrow. No, I got too much shit to do tomorrow, but I got a fucking headache. Uh, I miss it a lot better than it was earlier this morning. I couldn't even move my head. You move your head to the left or the right, that motherfucker be like, nigga, stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, did you did you check your blood pressure? I know. I don't have nothing at home to check my blood pressure with. Okay. And I don't know no, what none of that shit means. The I one mean, number over this number, that shit is, might as well be Chinese arithmetic. Okay. Well, you, you just, that, that could be what's causing your headache, man. You, what you been eating lately? What you eat last night? I didn't eat anything. Like well, that. that might be a whole. I probably other. think I. I mean, typically, I know I didn't drink a lot of water this week. Uh, typically, when I don't have enough water, yeah, that could do. Um, yeah, dehydration and shit like that. Because uh, I woke up thirsty and he- with a headache. I'm like, yo, that's probably what it was. I ain't drinking enough water this week. You probably dehydrated, nigga. Yeah, yeah man. Mm. You gotta take better care of yourself till you get a wife in the house. Yeah, I need to drink more water. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, man. Uh. We got a special guest in the building, man. Absolutely. Go ahead and let you introduce Absolutely. yourself right off. No. Hey, man. So I'm gonna kind of copy off y'all how y'all just did y'all shit. So hey, go, uh, go we always we always welcome <laughs> intros. This your man's Ant P, aka Bad Luck Bundy, aka the Black Frank Castle, um, aka the rapper Tequila Connoisseur, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aka Jason doesn't believe in uh, <laughs> Robert Montgomery. Nigga don't exist. <laughs> Robert, my, I'm not him. Who is Robert Montgomery? He don't matter. It's not a real thing. Okay, it's okay. not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Aka uh, Cloud Catchers, Fomatic, um, Ant P. We just keep it at that. I can't. I can't keep up with y'all niggas on that. Man, hey man, MP, it's, it's good to have you here. Man. Yeah, I appreciate man, it. Welcome, man. my brother. Last appreciate time it. I saw you, you were here for your uh, listening event. Yeah, for your album, Frank Castle. How's the album doing? Uh, shit, we doing pretty good, man. Um, considering, uh, you know, I'm independent, you know, um, but shit, we had like fifty thousand streams right now all together for the album. Hey man, so, that's um, stout. Yeah, that's stout. So yeah. it's it's getting there. Um, man, you know when you when you, when you like. Uh, think about that shit you know what i'm saying like 
to have 50,000 people take a listen to something. Now that's an enormous, that's an enormous amount of people. Yeah. Now yeah. I know we used to like, uh, the Drake's and shit like that. Millions like, of streams, but like they, they got a, they got a whole machine behind them. We talking about, you know, nigga, I recorded the album. This is me and my niggas work and we doing it. You know, honestly, it's almost like out the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Word yeah. of mouth mm-hmm. promotion. Uh, I gave I gave a uh, growth was one of my music picks of the week because like that was one of my favorite songs from the listening session. Oh, I appreciate that. So, I mean, I, I know uh-huh. it's, it's it's got all the potential to to, to grow late. It's man, definitely so keep it, pushing it. It's definitely the top song on everything right now. Like um, out of all the, out of all of them on the album, that's like got the most streams right now. So people are really fucking with that. Made a that's couple of play, made a couple of playlists and everything else. So it's just been um, talk that talk. It's been doing what it's been doing. Um, man, that's it's, it's super dope, man. And then. To to the point where I was saying like fifty thousand streams is a lot. Um, that goes for like music, um, and it goes for podcasting too. Because mm. a lot of folks come in here and they expect to have um, brilliant idiots numbers or eighty five South numbers, or or you try you think you're gonna pull in two hundred and fifty thousand like a week or some shit like that. Like that's a that's a, a certain tier, and not everybody reaches, and yeah. that you don't even necessarily need to be at in order to make some money or make some headway in the game. But I don't think we ever are appreciative of how many people actually tune in. Let's just say you got a hundred people that tune in and listen to you every single week. From, you know what I mean? You know how many people a hundred people is? Dog? That's a lot. I, I, I remember the first time we cracked a hundred listens and like, dog, I thought I was, I, I felt such a sense of accomplishment with it. Now I look at our numbers now week over week year over year and you know see seeing the growth but i remember that first time we hit 100 listens dog i was like we man it we, be, we got something and i feel because you know over 100 podcasts then came through here i'll be feeling this kind of disrespectful to disrespectful to some of the listeners to think that you don't got enough like yo niggas are tuning in to hear you talk for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Like fam, they don't got to. They could do something way different with their time. You yeah, know what that, I'm saying? I mean, that means a lot. You know, um, just to sit back, they want to hear you talk your shit for about an hour and a half and everything. Like that, that's that's special. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, like and how you many gotta people be appreciative of it? How many people can say like, yo, for the last, I don't know how. Well, a lot of people don't make it past podcast number seven, but let's say you go, you in for six months, fam. Do you got? A hundred people, eighty-five people that want to hear you talk every week and will structure their day or their routine around it. Shit, their weekend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's it. Take it takes a lot of it takes a lot of commitment, and you know a podcast listener is just a little bit different than like a nigga listening to your your album. It's yeah. a lot more of a cerebral experience and they they gotta like feel a connection with you to come back week in and week out so i mean yeah you know not everybody gonna do joe button numbers on their podcast but shit if you can get you like do you really even know a hundred people that you can like count on to do something on a consistent basis like no. you should really be happy with it's that. hard to get a bunch of niggas to agree on anything yeah. but these people have agreed silently agreed to come back and listen to you, you ever went week. to dinner with 10 niggas just 10 you won't when have that, the same conversation. Fuck when that bill, when that bill, shit. Fuck the conversation when the bill come. Ten niggas can't get along to figure out how they gonna pay it. Man, shit. I think the last time we did that shit, we did that for Stack Birthday at two twenty. Man, that bill came back like twenty five hundred. <laughs> it was easy. Some, easy. It was some ignorant ass shit though. Like niggas ordering gold steaks and shit. Man, it was. Hey, man, um, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's, oh, that's it was a good time. Man, was I seen fun. some shit floating around the internet the other day, and uh, it was a video. I guess it was twenty five people. 
um, and they wanted to split their bills, and then the restaurant like called the police on them. Wow. And they were, the comments was like, I can't believe niggas are splitting bills on group things and such and such. And I just, I just wondered, like, like I get it, you know what I'm saying? People have their own, their own ideal about one bill or whatever. But like, who you think? Which card is this 25, 25 different people going Facts. on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, for me, it just makes sense for me to figure out first who who's paying for what. And by default, I would probably just split everybody's shit. You know, if I if I went to an event, I don't think it's tacky. Like, when the waiter come around and I'm ordering, I was like, yo, it's going to be me, my lady, and my kids on this bill. Yeah. I don't think there's nothing wrong with, like, because now they like, oh, I can't believe y'all splitting. Well, now, well, now how am I get you the money? So now I got to go download that payment app that you use specifically, or you want me? Or you think I got cash? Because that's not how the world works. The world works off debit cards. See, how typically, the, yeah. How the fuck do you call the police on people for that? Shit? They didn't like. They want. They called the fucking police. That's crazy. Like I, like everybody, the police to help y'all figure it out. Like everybody got their own little thing. I think it should be one bill. Okay, but like. I just think by default, it would be more responsible for the restaurant to just separate everybody's shit. And if it's one person who want to take care of everything, nigga, you take all the bills. Mm-hmm. But like, I get it. It's more work. But nigga, this work. <laughs> you here to work. Act like it's 25 different tables. I don't like I don't give a fuck what you got to do. I'm not paying. I'm not paying for how more do I than split, what I got. How do I how do I split up? How do I give my money now? Because some of these people I might not even fucking know. Like, how do I now? How do I give you my portion uh, we split this shit evenly. Fine. All right, bet. How do I give you the money for it now? Because I only got my debit card or my credit card. Who knows how I was going to pay it? That's how I avoid those situations. Like, I got my debit card. I will pay for I'm what tip- I I'm playing with a credit card because I don't trust niggas on my debit card to run somewhere else. Yeah. I can dispute that shit on my credit card. I ain't got to wait to get money back. So how am I supposed to pay you for my credit card? Cause I want my points the next day. The whole night. like it just it just seems like it would make more logical sense knowing that we don't live in a cash society. In a cash society, y'all niggas any up. You know what I'm saying? But like we don't live in that society. Shit, crazy. I'm trying to think. Like the last time I went out with like a group like that, it was like for my homeboy was having like some bachelor party events leading up to his wedding, and like it was a bunch of us that went to dinner and like shit. At the end of dinner, niggas was like, "Well, we still like." such and such short and everybody gave this like it's just sometimes that shit hey, man, just get messy that shit annoys the fuck out of me when niggas like everybody put everybody put their money in but then like it's not enough and I'm like nigga who owe what you know what I'm saying nigga everybody play dumb you like, know that you ate more than $20 worth of shit yeah you know everybody play dumb like, and shit but see that be the thing and shit cause when you got let's say it's 12 people you don't know 12 people finances right no, you don't. Like, I came out with $75 because I didn't think I was going to eat $75 worth of food, but I figured we would split. But everybody splurged, right? Mm. Now I got to, I think I only got 75 Insert, or it could be, I'm 22 years old. I only got 50 or whatever the situation. Now you feeling awkward against with your friends and your other people don't even fucking know. Like, man, just put that shit on a separate bill. Because black people have, have, for some reason now, if you say that, oh, this nigga broke. Bitch, when did it become whack to be poor? Nigga, we all been poor. And when did it become wrong for me to just to pay for what I ate? Just me. Just me and my meal. I don't know where this elitist mentality shit came in when we live in a city who median income is less than $30,000 and shit. Less than $20,000. But niggas act like everybody got this. Hey, man, split that shit up if you... 
I don't think you a better or worse person, however you handle that situation. You can win on the same bill or separate. Like I, I, I really don't care. It'd probably be more convenient for me if it was separate. Cause yeah. now I got no. You use Venmo. You got an Android, so I can't. I can't. Um, I'm using Zelle tonight. You using Zelle. You using Venmo. You using Apple Pay. You using Cash App. You want to get like man? I'm not about not now. I gotta go track down 13 motherfuckers to see if I can get. But like, come on, man. I might got time for all that shit. <laughs> Now I put now I put that shit all on my credit card. You know what I'm saying? One person put all that shit on that credit card, and now you got to go track down other people. Like, come on, man, and hope you get your money. Yeah, because you know motherfuckers will play around with that shit too. Oh, I ain't got it right now. I know I get it to you next week. No. They come next week. The niggas ain't got it then. Oh, no. they, might, they might give you twenty dollars here. Like I had a rest for you. Or no. well, the way that you send it, you you use a cash, uh, uh, some sort of money transfer app that calls a fee. Now I don't even get all my money and shit. Because Cash App took their three dollars off top. Yeah, dog. I'm straight. Dog. Uh, nah, I hear that. That's great. I'm still, I'm still over the. I still can't get over the fact they called the police on these motherfuckers. Dog. That's I wild. Shit. I mean, when in doubt, call the boys. <laughs> yeah, that's man. that's that's all. When in doubt, the restaurant just called the boys. I was more disgusted at the comments. Right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so poor. That's so this. But, you but gotta, what if niggas is you poor? Gotta think, you got to think about it though, man. You know, everybody on the, everybody on social media rich as fuck, dog. Everybody, everybody got the bag, nigga. Everybody got it. <laughs> just, but but funny, we all waiting on stimulus and tax money to come. Like niggas don't have it, yeah. and it's, there's nothing wrong with not having it. Like we all we all been on our knuckles. We all had to struggle. Like Black social people, media only broadcasts people's wins. Nobody ever. Oh, they gonna laugh at another person's losses though. You gonna nice. broadcast your win? And laugh at everybody else's losses. Yeah, because it'd be a lot of motherfuckers that take a lot of losses. They don't broadcast that shit at all. Nigga, not 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 one bit. Not one bit. Oh man, this shit is wild. Anyway, man, how how was your week, my brother? Uh, week was cool. I finally came to an end of the saga with my broken truck mirror. That's what's up. Uh, even though the mirror does not match the color of my car, Jeez. I I still have a mirror on there, and I just worry about repainting the bitch later. That's all I can do. I thought my man was bringing one the next day. So look, man, I so so I I put the onus on me because some of this is my fault. When I told him what type of mirror that I needed, I neglected to give him some pertinent information. So he got a mirror for the Silverado, but it wasn't the mirror that's going to fit on my car. So he was like, "Look, I got to go try and find another one." You know, he tried to order one, but the piece. But the mirror that he was trying to order was more expensive than the quote that he gave me. He was like, I'm still trying to, you know, I promise you this price. The mirror that he found was like, well, two- I promise you this price on the information that you gave me. Nigga, this shit going to be more. Well, he didn't. He didn't do me like that. Yeah. He, the, the good brother did good business. So the mirror was like 250. He found another one. But he was like, it's going to take a couple days for it to get here. So, you know, we went through all that back and forth and he was like, he finally got it like on Thursday. So I went up there Thursday, literally took him like 15 minutes. Boom. Brand new mirror. But it, it is burgundy and my truck is gray. Yeah, man. It's all your fault. Man. Yeah, it is. Because the first time, because the first time, well, no, not, the, not the fault for giving the wrong thing. No, no, it's a lot of car because I had a lot of hit and run accidents. You've I talked was, about them on this I pod. Was, I was going back and listening <laughs> to some of these old podcasts. I had a lot of hit and run accidents. And the, the fact that a nigga hit me on Finkel and kept going like that was I knew right there. I was like, that's, you know, that's the Lord paying me back. God was like, got your ass, nigga. Yeah, man. I, I straight up totaled a lady's car 
on ninety six. You should probably not give no. You don't, specific, no, don't, don't put it out uh, there. I mean, don't put don't put it out I there. It don't matter. I don't. totaled a lady's car a couple years back. Yeah, like in my expedition, like I was in her fucking back seat. And she pulled over into the gas station. I pulled up, I pulled up, gave her the Kanye shrug, like my bad, and hit the freeway because I couldn't do shit. Man, I saw a video of that shit the other day on the uh, internet. Of me? No. <laughs> but on the freeway, somebody um on 96 did that shit and then he dipped, but the front passenger tire was broke and to the side. So it wasn't moving. He, yeah, he ain't make it far. Well, no, he made it all the way. Off 96, turned, and um, made it to his house. You know what I'm saying? But the nigga was on the internet uh, just recording, like, you know, cracking jokes and shit. And then, like, one of the, he was an Arab dude, and they was all like, yo, man, you, you, why are you recording, man? Someone could have died. You're like, well, nigga, if he would have died, it would have been you. Because, nigga, you, you did the shit. But nigga did the dash, like, for real. I mean, it, <laughs> And got caught. Look, my nigga, I didn't have no license, no insurance, and my plate was bad. If, I, if the police come, I'm going to jail. So, I mean, I, I did, I, I'm not proud of it, but I did what I had to do. I mean, her insurance is going to pay for it no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I mean, shit. I was involved in a hit and run like in 2018, but I didn't cause it. This fat bitch ran a um, stop sign, <laughs> hit my shit, knocked me into a tree, got, got out, looked at her car, got back in her shit and pulled off. She like, my ride straight, nigga. <laughs> nigga, my shit was not straight. I was, I was in this man yard, nigga, fucked up. Like, God damn, you know? And, and, and unfortunately, that's why our insurance rates are so fucking high in Michigan. Yeah, that's, nah, that's bullshit. Niggas yeah. be nigging. No, that's bullshit, though. Yeah. Like, niggas, because I, I used to think that shit, too, right? But, like, we got the highest in the country. In front of New York. Nigga, they, Michigan and then nigga, New York. Nigga, they said that shit was higher than Iraq at one point. I'm like, well, damn, niggas in, niggas nigg everywhere. Like, what what do they do when it's a hit and run in New Jersey? Nigga, or they, in Ohio? Or like... Dog, dog, they said our shit was higher than Iraq. And what crazy. the fuck? They're like, nigga, they getting bombed over there and our shit higher than them. And what's Michigan is higher in the country and Detroit is six times higher than Michigan. I, I forgot what the... Cause they changed the law with the insurance and it and it kind of helped bring the rates down. But that was like part of it. Some something with like the insurance clause, yeah, with like the the medical clause. Yeah, you can insurance. use like if you have insurance through, you can get like, like your, lifetime medical. Yeah, by default. But like if you use the insurance that you get, like say if you got insurance to your job and shit, like why am I paying extra for insurance through my car, my car insurance, and like I already got it covered. So right. that is what actually helped um, drop people bills down. And I was talking to this chick from uh, Baltimore and shit. It didn't last long. Um, <laughs> I don't do long distance. Uh, but somehow we was talking about cars, or she's somebody. She might. I got a good insurance. I'm like, what? Like, what? I'm just curious. Like, how much insurance? She's like, it's one something. And she was like complaining it was high. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> come, come to Michigan, baby. <laughs> I was like, go, I like go Google, uh, go Google Detroit insurance, and she couldn't believe it. Dog, my boy got three cars on his insurance, and he live in VA. His shit like one thirty a month for three cars. For three cars, <laughs> full coverage. You know what I'm saying? Like one thirty a month. Um, and car insurance is a scam. It's a, a super scam. Um, it's it's the only thing that you will never get out what you put in. Um, I think car insurance should be more of a. I put all this money in, and once I get to a particular amount. Um, until I use this shit up, I don't got to pay no more. You know what I'm saying? That makes so, sense, but you know, rarely does business. So and, it's like in common sense. We pay monthly hand in hand. We pay monthly, and 
if something happened, we covered. But we just cool with paying monthly. Once I didn't put ten grand into this motherfucker, you don't gotta do shit until you use up that ten grand. Now, once you use up ten grand, you gotta start paying monthly again until you meet that quota, and then you chill the fuck out. But I be but like ten grand really ain't shit with Michigan insurance rates. That's maybe two, three years worth of insurance. That's yeah. good. I've been paying you niggas money no, for I'm three not, years. I mean. I mean, it is ridiculous too, because I, I just moved to Canton and my shit, my shit was high as hell. And he's like, "Oh, we could just knock seven hundred seven hundred dollars off your insurance." I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, when my aunts moved out to like Clinton Township, and they bet her a check. It was like, "Yo, based on what you've already paid and threw it in it, yeah, you paid you here." Yeah, when I lived in Canton, my my rates like dropped tremendously because you know it's no crime, but. Damn near. But I remember when I lived in Canton, a big thing like my house insurance was really high because at the time Canton was like one of the highest places for home invasions, mm. which was which was some. Cr- but but motherfuckers do that shit because they know these niggas is living in no. you know nice suburban areas. They're leaving their leave, doors unlocked and shit. Shit yeah, like that. Nigga, yeah. All my shit, all my shit be locked in my house, dog. Fuck that. Man, it's funny, though, because like one, I'm stealing no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gonna come to the hood to steal the cars because we ain't know, we know you ain't got shit in your uh <laughs> shit in your house and in the suburbs y'all niggas driving regular cars but I know you probably got shit in the house but we gonna steal <laughs> no matter what absolutely which is absolutely stupid but niggas gonna nig regardless of where you put them at yeah yeah got that's that fucked right. up but um you Fuck. try to come in my house it's uh, sorry for you. <laughs> Coming that bitch of Call of Duty and coming to coming to the house, motherfucker. And uh, my my homeboy dad is like, nigga, if I hear the glass break, I'm coming downstairs like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then, you know, niggas be trigger happy too. They be waiting for that type of shit to happen too. Like, oh, nigga, breaking my house, oh, waiting my whole life yeah, right, for right. a moment like this. <laughs> Bet. Nah, man. Especially if we living alone. If that motherfucker house alone, because you know when you went home, you hit the joint saying that like I'm at home. I got some motion detectors. I'm like. I'm not in the living room, <laughs> so should <laughs> should nothing else? be moving in the living room? So nigga, if I get woke up, well, so my my alarm is my dog. When I hear that nigga barking, and I know I'm in the back, the kids upstairs. Oh, it's something outside finna shake. And oh, we got going, some, oh, we got some action. <laughs> yeah, he going outside first, and then I'll be right behind him. Man, you know I've been saying I've been wanting a dog and shit. I got an opportunity um to get a German Shepherd. Oh yeah, um, that'd be right up your alley. But man. You know, I don't I don't take animals uh, lightly. You know what I'm saying? So I do my research on animals. It's a lot taking care of a German Shepherd, you know? And they got, like, a lot of physical ailments that they go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I get, I'll get i be able to get this shit for free, too, because the, 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 the mom is uh, pregnant, a leader, right? I mean, having a litter right now. i just been thinking, like, man, that's a, one, they shed a lot. They do. Um, I yeah. don't want the shed and shit. Yeah. Um, Maybe having back problems and joint problems and shit. I don't, I'm not yep. trying to take on. I don't want to have to put my dog down like I feel you. relatively soon. You know what I mean? And they do. They, they you got to get them. You, they need a, they, they have a lot of energy. Right. So you're going to have to be able to walk them a lot. And I don't you know. Get that nice See, back it's, it's like man. it's like three dogs that like you got to have a lot of patience. Take care of a German Shepherd. A husky and a Dalmatian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially them fucking Dalmatians. When I started looking um, and doing my research on German Shepherd, most of the shit, it was like, the, the one of the videos of like, do not get a German Shepherd unless you're ready to do this. And then they went through all the different stuff. He's like, oh, they're going to bark. They're going to make noise. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I'm like, I've been looking for the, uh, a particular, like two or three different dogs that I'm, I'm familiar with 
all it takes. I'm familiar with everything that happens in their breed and how they take care of them and shit. So I'm going to wait. I started to just hop on it. Like, oh, I've been looking for a dog or a German Shepherd because German Shepherd. You can't move off emotions. Yeah. Like. And they smart as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I would. It essentially becomes and, and a member it. of your family. And the crazy part is you, a German Shepherd will fit you like a motherfucker. I'm sure it would. Yeah, a German Shepherd will definitely fit you. Yeah. If, I, uh, if, my, if my lifestyle Militant was a little with bit. with a gun and a German Shepherd. <laughs> That's right you know up your saying? motherfucking alley. But, uh, or Rot. Yeah. And Rot's, um, believe it or not, they, uh, the pressure on they bite is more than a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Rots are, are real good with kids, too, just in case you want to hurry up and start that, start the Johnson clan. You trying to get me married, nigga? Trying to have me kids? What's up with you, nigga? I just, I just want you to have the. I just want the best for you, bro. That's that's all. I, I love you. No homo. My man, the best for man, you. My man's got a plan for you, dog. Yeah, he yeah. got a plan for you. I got a couple mm-hmm. candidates. You know, if you want to, you know, I, I can I can help you put that together. Hey, we get, have like hey. a dating show. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was just about to say for that shit too. Get for the love of Jason. For the love of Jay Johnson, nigga. <laughs> you know, I thought about that shit. A right? bundle, a bundle of. I like nigga, you, like nigga, because, you call it. A and like nigga, you cut, like when you want to get rid of them, you, you like you know what I'm saying. Like we got to eliminate them. No, you shoot them. You got to come up here with a blue and a black guy. You eliminate from here and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what's so funny because Ray J had the show for the love of Ray J. Right. And I will, I will want this to play up. That will, I will want to say for the love of JJ, but I fucking hate JJ. You know what I'm saying? So I always hear you say that. Uh, so man, that would be that would be pretty fucking interesting though. You should do that. That'd be a fire ass idea, uh, though. It's good in theory. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's, I mean, I think it'd be good, good in, in, in entertainment, you know, in entertainment value. Can we do pretty, like Quiet Storm high. Quiet Storm T'Challa? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, uh, all right, man. You know, I'm, I'm, shit done. Works I'm out. done. I'm done. I think that would be pretty good. That's not you're not the first person that to mention that. You know, we we talked we we talked off air, and I want to get this idea away about you know uh, <laughs> bringing back some women in our lives. And I had one of my exes reach out Mm-mm. and say that she would want to. I I want to do it. We just got to find a creative way because I noticed this young lady in particular is going to try to drag her face, drag me by my face across this podcast because she feels a certain way, but I was I'm talk- with it. I talked to both my recent exes this week. Um, I ain't mentioned that though. <laughs> I know one of them would do it off rip. Uh, the other one, she kind of shy. You know what I'm saying? She's not a giant social media type person. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it would be, you know, I don't know. So the ex in particular that I'm speaking of, like I just seen her like earlier this year and she was dragging me to people like still now I'm like, we ain't even dated like damn near a decade. Like why? And and you've moved on. Like why you fuck? Why the fuck you still mad? I'm interested in seeing what one of them would say, uh, because I mean, yeah, I'm interested in seeing what one of them will say, uh, It'd be interesting. You know, sometimes you just never know the type of impression that you leave on someone. I mean, I was a, I was a piece of shit to her. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I was so so great to her because I wasn't. The other but, one I ain't heard from in a minute. Okay. I don't know where she at. This, uh, this is somebody from your past in particular that I would want you to interview. I would never, I, you know, I'm not going to say it, but there's somebody I would I think would make for a good interview. Low-key, I want to interview my high school sweetheart, but I don't think she'll be able to do it because she works for the Associated Press. So she probably won't be able to do that shit at all. Don't say her name. Yeah. Eh, true. You know who I would like to interview? The young lady that me and you both dated? Why? 
She wasn't that interested, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck did you pull that whole shit? I mean, we went on, we went, man, we went on a date. We wasn't dating. It's, you, you know, the, you know the backstory yeah. to the shit. So I mean, that's why I think it would like be interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised she told niggas that we like. Why would you tell somebody that? Like, who told you I wanted you to tell people that we went on a date? She's like, y- y'all friends, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of too late now. <laughs> it's, all, it's out there now so like that's funny yeah. <laughs> I guess I probably would have I don't think I would ever care but like I didn't even smash so like I don't know yeah swerveless yeah mm-hmm. um, life ain't been good to everybody though oh no it, it it took a turn for the worse for her yeah life ain't been good for everybody well I've been whooping her ass or something Oh, her body. And that was her major selling point. Maybe that's probably why I ain't nothing like I mean I, the body cool. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was elite at the yeah, time. It was. <laughs> it was like Serena Williams. Like literally reminded me of Serena Williams. No, absolutely no, I absolutely did, but after <laughs> after she made child, it turned into uh more like Trent Williams, offensive oh, line shit. build <laughs> after wow. that baby. Send your emails I mean, what, to Gmail dot com. I got a couple <laughs> hot takes today. I got a couple <laughs> hot takes in me. Oh man. Because so we was gonna we was gonna talk about that that one incident. So man, listen, man. We're talking about how our weeks went, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I took some L's this week, man. Okay. I mean, let's let's talk about them. Um so Saturday I was at the crib. I didn't have anything to do on Saturday. It's like the first time in a long That's time. That's an anomaly. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. never really like free um, any day of the week. But Saturday, I, I didn't have shit to do. And I'm like, all right, I know I'm a, I'm a, I got my wash and dryer and shit delivered. Congra- Congratulations. Then I left. They came kind of early. Um, so last week when we recorded the episode, this computer or the computer that was in here at the time, because you noticed that the computer was gone, uh, the computer that was in here at the time, it wasn't connected to the Wi-Fi. So I saved it in the shared drop in the shared folder, but it didn't go when I got to the crib. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. And I got a couple texts and a couple calls about yo where the fucking pod at, which is I appreciate that. Hey man, I appreciate every listen that we get, man. Yeah. So after they did delivery, I got out. They, it was between like seven and one, but they was out by like ten thirty, ten forty five. I'm like bet. Ran to the studio. Uh, did the up did the episode from here. And I was kind of hungry. I'm like, let me go to Burger King. I want me an Impossible Whopper and shit. Got me a little combo. Sat on a, bought a, a shop vac. Hey, some Impossible Whopper really good like that? Because yeah, Sarby get, get getting them bitches like a motherfucker, dog. They are. That's what I wanted to talk about. Sorry, he got his that whole guy body shit. He's going, <laughs> oh, he's going yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they, they, they fire and shit. So, ate on the couch. I'm like, all right, bet. As soon as I, I'm going to eat this food, then, you know, go clean out the garage, the whole nine yards. Fell asleep on the couch. But after I finished, here? no, at the crib. Oh, okay. But after I finished the little combo, I put my cup inside of the bag. You know what I'm saying? Had the bag sitting on the on the couch. You got that motherfucking drink on the computer. I did. God damn. Well, not the drink because the drink was empty, but the ice was still in the bag. So the ice um, came out the damn cup. Nigga, that's all you needed. And uh, imported into my damn laptop and shit. And that's all, that's all you needed. Two thousand dollars going down the fucking drain. You know what I'm saying? This is dead. It's dead. I tried to oh. rice the whole nine yards. That shit did. So um, that puts me at a disadvantage because I was trying to get another computer and that I just kind of fixed it, right? But so the computer that's in here, 
the iMac that was in here, I took it back to the crib. The computer that was in the second studio, I bring it over here. And I got everything connected and shit. Um, but I thought everything was working right, but everything was not working right. And something happened where all the music and everything, all the sound through the through the the mixer and shit said sounded really good, but it didn't actually record to the laptop. So two episodes, two customers, the episode got fucked up. They got audio recorded through here, but it wasn't. So I reached out to them, told them what happened, gave them a refund, and then also told them like, "Yo, y'all next episode, y'all want to record again? I'll take care of that on the house." Because like, look, right. I fucked I mean, up. We, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shit happens. One of them, I was able to. I had audio from the video. You know, I sent everybody all their shit because like, hey, you may want to pull it up. I don't know. So here goes the shit. But here go your money back, and y'all next episode is on me. I apologize. But like that computer shit, it caused a fucking chain reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, boom, boom. So then I had to take everything fucking apart and then just try to, all right, well, where the fuck did this shit go wrong? Because at first I thought it just wasn't plugged in. But I came like, no, this shit is plugged in. Man, when you got a fucking studio or some electronic shit and it's working in like a well-oiled machine, when that shit changes... It never goes smoothly. Though. It just knocks everything out of whack, you know? It, it never goes fucking smoothly, dog. And you can change one thing. Like, when I put the fucking... These blue things on here, these... Like, one thing, it messes up everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, it was very frustrating, man, because, you know, I like to, to give a, a high-quality... You know what I'm saying? We give high quality audio. Yeah, man. So that shit kind of it, 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 it irritated me. You know what I'm saying? Shit, grab a Mac Mini next time too. Cause I heard them bitches. Them bitches. Uh, I want the the M1 Mac yeah, Mini, but they got a new one coming out. The M1 um, X. That's one. Right, yeah. So that that's gonna be this month. So I'm like, well, fuck. Oh, that's dropping this month then. Well, I don't know when it's dropping, but it's uh, allegedly they're gonna have a um, an event and explain explain them whatever. So okay. Um. It's fucked up though. It it it, it kind of it irritated me, man. I gotta look out for that because I need. I'm trying to get my son a Mac for uh, school next year so he can, you know, excel and bring me fucking A's. Yeah, man. So <laughs> it uh, without without my so my the secondary laptop is in here, but my other laptop because I don't have another laptop now, it's hard. For, I'm like, let me take this other computer to the crib now because I wouldn't have a computer at home. Yeah. So. It just screwed everything up. Now, luckily, both of these mixers I can record through an SD card, so they don't technically have to be connected to a computer. But I do both of them now just so I have like a backup source of audio. You got to put in some. If you have one, you have none. So yeah, pretty in the, much, yeah. In the in the technology or whatever world, if you got one, you got none. So you always have to have a backup. Yeah, yeah. And, um, facts. So, hey man, you know, lesson learned. Quick. Yeah. Quick two grand gone. Yeah. Stop falling asleep on the couch, nigga. Yeah. Quick, <laughs> quick two grand gone. But I mean, we'll we'll make it back. We'll make it back. Yo, I and I and I, I wanted to give before we get into the rest of the week. Yo, man, my son turned 18 next week, dog. I'm gonna have a grown fucking child. Ain't even ready. This for is it. true, man. How do you feel about that shit, man? Man, it's the fastest 18 years of my life. <laughs> Straight up. I, I'll be honest. Like I it felt so he'll be 18 April the 7th. When he was born, I remember. That's his, uh, one of our friends' birthday. Yeah, yeah. When when he was born, I remember sitting in the hospital watching Carmelo and them win, like, the NCAA championship. Wow. Carmelo is a seasoned vet now. And, like, you know, my, my, my oldest would be 18, man. It's, it's crazy. I'm not going to. 
I'm gonna talk about it. We gonna, I can flip it with y'all off air, but like he's got some wild plans for his 18th birthday, and I I can't really say shit because like he been he ain't never gave me no problems. He been a good kid. He didn't always did the right thing, but he's like I'm 18. This is what I want to do. He want he want to go crazy for his 18. A little bit. Okay. And I'm just like. What can I say? You 18 now, I mean, and I feel like for your 18th birthday, what you get, your gift is getting the rest of your life back. You mm-hmm. know, I, I took you this far, you know, this is what you want to do. Like, while I may not completely agree, like, you know, dad is the litmus test. Like, nigga, I was doing wild shit for years. So, I mean, if he want to ball out for 18, I mean, all I can do is be safe, son. I love you. God bless it. So I'm going to ask you the same question that uh, Aunt asked you, but just in a different way. Um, so how do you feel with him like being an actual an adult and the world recognizing him as an adult? And, um, I'm not sure. Have you had like a conversation with him? Like, I know you probably won't feel the same, but like the world is going, they're going to take the kid gloves off for you. You know, and that's what I, that's what I told him. A, a old adage that I give him was something that my pops always told me. Like when you start doing adult shit, it's not no turning back. Like you, you there. You know what I'm saying? You indoctrine into that shit. And that's all I told him. I said, you know, if you it's OK to start making adult decisions because it's your life. You're about to go off to college next year. You're not going to be living with me and your mama. You'll be living on campus. Essentially, you'll be your own man figuring shit out, living on yourself. It's not like I'm I'm not one of them parents is like, oh, you 18, get the fuck out and figure it the fuck out. Like, no, nah, man, your mama still be there for you. You know, but, you know, there's certain things that like as a young man, you just got to figure out and you got to make smart young adult decisions because, you know, you're not no kid no more. If you get, you know, picked up or arrested on some dumb shit, you're going to be tried and treated as an adult. So, I mean, you just need to you just need to continue to make smart and sound decisions. Man, the reason that's kind of heavy on my heart right now is um, one of the somebody on my timeline, um, their child, he's like, um, I think he was 19. Um, but unfortunately, you know, this week he lost his life. You know what I mean? That's terrible, man. And, um, like, it's just so tough, man. It's like, you want, and I don't know, I don't know the circumstances of, of, um, of, of his passing. I mean, I know, unfortunately it didn't, it was uh, a violent end. Right. Um, but I don't know the, the circumstances. So, now that I said that, I'm moving off. So what I'm about to say next isn't attached to that. But it's like, I'm, it's just so, because like we be talking all the time, right? We talking about music and shit like, no, nah, man, I like to see these young niggas go and they do this and they do this shit. Like, yeah. man, it's a different time, man. And like, I don't know that if they ready for that shit and like, you're going to have to be, but not everybody is. And yeah. like, once you... Once you start moving in certain arenas and shit, like the other adults who not 18, but we are both adults, I'm going to treat you like an adult. I mean, to to me, he's always going to be my baby. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always a certain level of love and comfort that I'm going to have for him. But I also realize this is just natural progression. Was I ready? 
you know, for life when I moved out of my parents' house at 18, 19. No, nah, I wasn't. Yeah. I probably should have stayed a couple years longer, but I had to figure it the fuck out. Like, I had to take my path. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that he's going to be on a college campus with other kids his age. So, I mean, he'll still have some adult responsibility, but, I mean, it, it'll still be certain, yeah. you know, hopefully some, some certain limitations that he's going to live within, and he'll learn some of these life lessons, you know, with his roommates, with people around his same age and same experience level and like he was talking to me he's like dad i'm kind of scared to to start college and i'm like well you were scared to start ninth grade four years ago and i'm like college is i remember taking my first college class i was like i was still in high school uh because my pops worked at wayne county community college i started taking like some general education classes down there to get prepared for for school and i remember you know being 17 and you got classmates you know, some niggas is in their teens. Some is in, you know, they mid-20s with a wife and kids. I mean, you, I remember taking a class and having a group project. It was like, there was a nigga in there. He was like in his late 40s. I mean, like, he old enough to be my dad. But, Man, I mean, that's yeah. that's the hodgepodge in which you get from college mm-hmm. is being around a diverse group of people, just like how it will be in the real world. So, I'm like, you just really got to take the challenge by the horns and stay focused and stay grounded in who you are. Yeah. Like, don't let the outside world, you know, in, you know, it's, it's, it's cliche and maybe sometimes corny, but like, don't let the outside world influence who you are inherently. Yeah. Like, I my, mean, no, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, my mom, um, cause when I graduated from high school, she like, I want you, I want you to get a college experience, which I did. I went to Wayne State. Um, you know, I, yeah, that's where he gonna be at Wayne State. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went to Wayne State. I dealt, you know what I'm saying? I had classes with women that was in their 40s and all that, you know, and everything else. But it just, it also gave me perspective, a different perspective on life because you learning from them. You know, but you in a group project with them or some shit like that and everything right. else. So it's just and it's still people there your yeah. age that you learning from too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, just go down there and embrace the challenges and understand it's not gonna be like high school. I'm not gonna be waking you up at six thirty to get to class at eight o'clock. Like that's yeah. that shit is on you. Yeah. Now if you fuck up and flounder this opportunity, you can't blame it on nobody else. Like this is gonna the success or the Lack of success is going to be based upon what you do because you got the tools. Me and your mama gave you everything that we could up to this point. And was, again, we're still here to support you. But, like, you know, if you're a grown man and you're not living in my house, I can't wake you up and tell you what time to go to work. You got to yeah, you got you know, you you to you be on top of that. Like, when I went like, when I went to Wayne State, I didn't live on campus. But it was like I hated going there because it's like, nigga, I'm wasting time. I should be getting some money, you know. And that's my whole thing was was just, like, I'll go there, and I squandered that shit away because I'm like, this shit ain't making me no money right now. I'm broke as hell. I'm, I'm down there with three dollars in my pocket. I need to get some money, so I went back. I went back to what I knew. Yeah. But no, it's good though that um that you're supportive of him and you're you know what I'm saying you making sure he's good and everything. But you're definitely right though. He got to be on top of that, like you know, getting ready for class and all the other shit. Yeah. Like that's why I told my niece, and my nephew, like you know, when y'all go to college, just make sure you're on top of y'all shit. And just make sure y'all 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 getting y'all classes on time, y'all doing y'all work and all that shit. You know? He still work? Nah, he ain't work since he caught COVID last March. Oh, and he stopped working, but like he, he was had, doing the, the phone yeah, yeah he, or he got like a little hustle that he got doing like fixing playstations and stuff like that. So I mean, he keeping a little bit of paper in his pocket. I remember he was happy when he got his first job. How was he at um like making sure he got to work on time and all that? I mean, I was taking on the work or or like. His job was like near his grandparents' house, so like he would get out of school, go over there, you know, do do his little studies or whatever, and then he could just walk 
from they house to the job and I just pick him up when he get off. So, I mean, he stayed on top of it. I mean, he, he like any young person, he like having money and freedom and his own independence. I mean, everybody not like that, dog. Um, no, cause like, you're right. Because some I've people been that just way. Don't, have that, don't have that drive and that hustle. I've been no, that way. I didn't have a job since I was, I don't know, 15 years old, ninth grade. You know, however long you were in the summer of ninth grade. And um, I've always just, like, I need to be on time. Like time is something I'm, I gotta be on time. I don't want to miss a day or whatever. Like I, nigga, I worked at the Boston Market up there on Four Road and shit. Right. Oh, you that that motherfucker? I stayed on Jerry Road and Evergreen. Sometimes I, I have money to either take a cab there, or take a cab back. Any other time, I'm walking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I had time. I'm like you know what? I'll probably I'll do the cab back because like I don't want to work at night. Nigga, I, I'm walking in the fucking rain. You know what I'm saying? It, it's going to take me an hour and a half to get there or some shit because in the car, 10 minutes. Right. Walking. and But like everybody don't got that shit built in. I worked, When I worked there, I worked with all my homies and shit. My First of my family worked there. My brother, all my cousins worked there and shit. But then I got a couple of my homies in there. Them niggas be there sometimes. Won't be there. I'm late or this or that. Like everybody don't got that shit built in. So I'm glad because it's an indication of what you're going to do in the future. Right. Um, that kind of gets you ready, prepared for, all right, let me get my ass up. I know I got to be in school, such and such. And when I got to be at work, hey, dad, it's five o'clock. You know, I got to be there at 530. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of shit, man. So I'm proud. I, I got, I'm, I'm proud as hell of him. And I got confidence that he going to, he going to figure it out and do what he got to do. So did I mean, he, uh, did he tell you what major he wanted to follow in um, school or he just trying to figure that out now? Uh, you know, he I think he got something in his mind. I think graphic design is like the direction that he wants to go. But, you know, who who, who the fuck knows when he get down there? I mean, yeah, when you get down there, you, your shit will change up like three or four times. You know, you, you know, what, you, what, you, what he's interested in right now is 17, 18, maybe completely mm-hmm. different at 19, 20. You know, just just go down there like he got a full ride. Figure it out. Oh, that's and, fire. Yeah, figure it out and don't fuck it up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, just, just go to your classes. All, yeah, all you got to do is go to school, show up, and get A's and B's. But the biggest thing is don't get distracted. Because you'll get distracted with them little parties down there and little girls in your face and all that other shit. You'll get distracted like a motherfucker. Absolutely. As long, Absolutely. as long as you don't get distracted, he'll be fine. Yeah, but I mean, have your little fun. But as don't long as it. you can manage your distraction, yeah, manage. You're gonna get distracted. You're gonna have your fun, have your fun, but don't yeah, let, don't let it take over your. And shit. I'm not naive to it. I mean, mm-hmm. like he, you know, I won't say that he's been sheltered, but I mean, he not he's he's an introvert. You know, being down in college, having his friends down there, having his roommates, like you're gonna be exposed to different things. Just know who you are at the core of that shit. Yeah. And stay focused on the business. I'm not saying don't have no fun. Don't, you know, date a few women. Like, you know, get the college experience because mm-hmm. once this shit is over with, it's yeah, over it's with. Yeah, real, it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> yeah. right another it's th- another thing I also learned, too, is don't try to be something you're not when you're in college. I've definitely, when I went down there, it was definitely niggas that were saying they were selling drugs and all this other shit. But these niggas ain't no, the niggas don't know how to count shit up or nothing like that. So well, it's like, you, bro. Where do you think that come from? Right. Just just trying to reinvent yourself. Trying to reinvent yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you was a cornball nigga in high school. You don't want to be a cornball nigga in college. So you're trying to reinvent yourself as who who you are, you know? So I guess I mean, like, um, who do you think is responsible for shaping a young kid's um, self esteem and identity coming up? I think your parents have some influence in that. Not influence, but who's responsible? Because, yeah, the parents going to have a influence, but, like, who's responsible? 
I, I don't know. I don't, where, where are you going with that? Yeah, I need to yeah. Well, to an extent, um, I think the parents are responsible. Although I think the parents are responsible until you're able to make your own final fucking decisions and shit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know that everybody thinks that way. And of course, I don't have any children, so I don't know how how that maybe, works. Maybe, right. Maybe maybe, they, like, maybe the friends or something like that. But like, you know, like I, do you put? I'm you may or may not. So I'm asking, like, do you um, like I don't know, like what kind of things you do to like support a child letting them know that the you can be yourself or giving them different opportunities to see different things right um i ch- i tried to give them all the available options that i had you know what i'm saying whether it's you know through camp summer school you know different at, you know finding out what they're what they're interested in and like pushing them in that direction i you know i played some sports in high school coming up, I didn't try and push them into playing sports. Like if that's what you want to do, cool. I'm a supporter, but like, I want you to find your own path. I don't never want you to be like, you know, you were living my dream or something. Cause I already, I already did this shit. So like I, when I found out like my son was like really into art, photography, things of that nature, you know, I found different programs for him to, you know, go to and, and explore those options. And, you know, take classes at CCS to, you know, do different things so you can see where this art thing can take you and you make your own decisions if that's, you know, what you want to still continue to do. So I try to support their endeavors, but I never like, you know, push them because this, this is, this is your life. I live mine. You need to figure out what works best for you. And in doing that, you find other people that are like-minded, have similar interests, like his, his girlfriend, she's, you know, artistically inclined. She plays like in the orchestra at school. So, I mean, oh, that's fire. Yeah. He, he oh, found, he found people of, he found his tribe his way. And that's, I'm cool with that. And like the same thing when you go to college, if you're going to take art classes, you know, more than likely you're going to have people, you know, friends or that circle that take the same type of classes, have the same type of interest. I mean, make, make that your social circle, find your solace in that. I think Cass did a good job with that. Absolutely, when man. You, I still got you, friends of mine that we was in the art department together. Then we still friends to this day. Yeah. I think they do a good job with that because depending on what, for lack of a better term, what your major is, you go to, I mean, your basic classes, everybody in, yeah. but you with that same group of people and it kind of forces you to be friends. To yeah. find, to, it puts you in a tribe. Look, my art department homies are still some of my best friends to this day. Yeah. You know, I was had, in I was in that shit. You know, we when we had my homegirl Drea up here like about two years ago, like that's that's her still scarf my, is still in her, her I room, told her that. Way. Like I still have your scarf. Like that's still my dog. What I mean <laughs> to this we may not talk every day, but like when we talk, it's like we pick up you know, that, right where we and, left and, off and at. And that's like the best friendships you can have. You know what I'm saying? We like you ain't, you ain't gotta talk to a motherfucker every day, but when you talk to him, niggas yeah. like nothing has changed. Yeah, like, it's all good. It's like, all good. Uh, one of my niggas, I went to high school with my nigga uh, Matthew Bunce. I ain't talked to that nigga in about maybe almost a year, but if I call that nigga right now, shit he's like That's still your man. What, what, what yeah. up, man? You know, what school did you go like to? Mm-hmm. What school did you go to? Crack it. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the east side. I'm west side nigga on the east side of school. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in the trailer, trailer, in the trailer park. In oh, the yeah. Trailer oh, yeah. Park they did trailer park like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I took driver's training at Crockett for, for I don't know why. Nigga, they had driver's training at that bitch? Yeah. I had no clue. I have no, I had no idea. <laughs> and I was like... On a bus to get to, I have no idea why the fuck nigga, I was there. When nigga, you're young and they got driver's training, you just going where the fuck it is. Nigga, I took my driver's training at Finney, nigga. So, but shit. like, I, I remember, I only went there for like 
maybe like three days or some shit. Cause like ultimately I ended up taking my driver's training at Cody, but like I have no idea why the fuck I was at Crockett. I took it at Cody too. I took my shit at Cody too. Who was your teacher? It was a, I forgot her name. It was oh. a black lady. It was a black lady that, that, that taught me. But um, Anyway, man, let's get into some, uh, get into some shit, man. Yeah. Uh, a couple hot topics and, um, I, I mean, put some stuff on the list too. Um, oh, I, you know I did see that shit in there. Uh, okay. Yeah, go through there. All right, hold on, let me. Because I don't know if I want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, I think we, sh- I think we should at least touch on it. I don't think we got to dive too deep in into the shit, but I think we should at least touch on it. So, you just want to just get it over with, Quavo, yeah, Quavo and Sweetie in the elevator. What's your What's your opinion? Um. Ideally, I'm not trying to be tussling with nobody in the elevator. Uh, it's definitely not a woman or the woman I'm involved with. Uh, that's just not what I'm trying to do. Um, I think both sides of the internet were a little bit out of out over sensationalized it. One was like, oh, my God, she swung on him first. It was all fair game. And, oh, my God, he was beating the shit out of her. I think both of those sides were kind of exaggerated. But um, ideally, I just don't want to be in that situation. If my mate fit, makes me feel like I want to swing on them or tussle with them for any reason, that's just not the person for me. I agree. We're all adults. We should keep our hands to our motherfucking self. That's the, big, I, I, that's I, the one, biggest like, takeaway. Like keep just, your hands to yourself. And if it's not your property, if you, leave people shit alone. Yeah, 100%. Don't, don't hit me and I will not hit you because... This might be a hot take to say, but like, I don't know if I'm gonna get in that elevator and feel like Jay Z or fucking Ray Rice. Like, keep your motherfucking hands to yourself. I'm like this with it. What everybody keeps saying, they picking sides, nigga. Both of them was at fault. Like, both of them was at fault. You know what I'm saying? So she probably got a fly ass mouth. She probably did swing. Oh, on that oh nigga. she definitely. I mean, do. it was on camp, but yeah. like, it apparently whatever was in the Call of Duty bag or um suitcase he was trying to get and she was trying to take it away so he was wrestling it away from her but in the meantime of you wrestling with ready technically i grabbed you by your shirt and pushed you into the, he, he slung yeah. her i mean it's just the plain so i'm not trying to it. be in that situation yeah you know but not, not at all especially with a camera sitting right there in the fucking elevator looking at you looking dead at you and shit there's cameras everywhere but, but they, cameras they, everywhere. goddamn right but no but the craziest shit though was when she spoke on it she was like you know they they reconciled when that happened and that wasn't the reason why they broke up so it was like now it was like you know all this shit was for nothing you know, you know, sometimes relationships has reached a breaking point and mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like we've all yeah, we been, all been there. We all been on that. <laughs> we've all been there, but keep your motherfucking hands keep to your yourself. Hands I will yourself. keep my hands to myself. Yep. If we come to this point where like I gotta sling you around, I gotta grab you, we swing it on each other, I just rather be single and just be by myself and exactly. just not deal with the bullshit. I don't care how bad and bougie a bitch is, I don't I don't want that headache. Yeah, that's I mean, the gospel. I talked about this on the pod, you know, before, but like uh, in my younger days, running the streets and shit. I come home or come to my my girl crib at the time. She came to the door on tip, you know, I'm naked. I'm like, that's not the tip. I thought you was gonna be home when right. you come to the door naked. Snatch my chain off, start breaking that bitch in pieces. You know what I'm saying? So I go, I'll go to grab her hands, aka the chain, fucking lamp get knocked over and shit. And then I just got to stop like, yo, it's like three o'clock in the morning in Inkster. This shit looks wild. 
And angst her police going. And every time she'll snap and break, you try to go grab it again. You know what I'm saying? So it's not lost on me that, yo, if somebody's taking something you want, you go for that item, right? Right. Mm. But then I had to like, I had to take a, um, I had to take the fucking L and just leave, right? Because then I called my brother. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm angry. You know what I'm saying? He working third shift at the time. He was like, nigga, you go home because you gonna, they gonna put you on the 72 hour cool down no matter what. If yeah. the police come, it doesn't matter what happened. You're going to jail and you're going to sit there for three days. And it's like, fuck it. Now, she threw the shit out the window. She got it fixed, did everything right. But like in that moment, I understand you want to do something like give me my stuff back, whatever. You got to leave. You, wanna, it's, it's you just, got to it's remove your instinct. You got to remove yourself in the situation. It's a lose. You cannot win. You can't win in a situation. No, like what? So, 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 okay, fine. Let's just say I, I win. I snatch all my shit back. Tables and shit every flew, flew away. And then, the, then what? You get, you get that small ass victory. You beat your girl up. Yeah. And you think you won? No, nigga, you lost. Yeah. The police come. You lost. They're, they're, there's nigga, no win. She butt naked, everything been knocked over, and y'all panting. Yeah, y'all get sit- shot. <laughs> y'all sitting there panting hard as uh, hell. Nigga broke in, tried to rape her. Pow. <laughs> like it's over with. It's a, that's that's a lot of trumped up charges. And nigga, look, she naked, everything broke, toss over, and you walk in and you got gold in your hands. <laughs> nigga, you getting shot, nigga. Like there is no there is no win in that. And you gotta t- unfortunately, because you know how much I love gold at the time, I had to take a fucking L and get the fuck on. Yeah. But at that I moment, I know what chain you're talking about too. Yeah, I still got it. I know you do. You got uh, all your gold chains for sure. I got a whole <laughs> bunch of shitload of gold in my in my safe, and I keep us in my safe, safe. safe. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey man, it's it's just no nobody wins in this situation. Like just no, yeah, nobody I, wins I, when a family feuds. If, you, if you can't get along, separate. That's, That's my I, dad. That's it. I mean, it, it's verbatim. If you can't get along, just separate. That's why the fuck I be, I be so. I don't know if this is good or bad. That's why the fuck I be so okay when when shit don't go right. I'll just separate myself. Mm-hmm. Like what happened to old? Yeah, didn't work didn't out. Work. Cause my dad, me and my brother, all the time. Like y'all can't get along. Separate. It's just, it's just easier that way. And I, and I know love and hate are varying degrees of the same emotion. You get emotional about something you want it to work. You sh- it's it's a lot of shit going on, but like you know, at the end of the day, if the shit gonna work or it's not, and if it ain't gonna work, you might as well just count your take the L's that you've already taken, walk away. And everything is typically um, a little bit better when cooler heads can provide, yeah. pre- prevail rather. Yeah. So if you step away from the situation, calm down, then come back and talk about it. Yeah, exactly. That's all, all you right. got to do. So we off uh, Quavo on Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say her name? Because she spelled it real stupid. Yeah, it's basically is it Sweetie. Sweetie. Yep, that's all. I is. think probably on some copyright shit, she probably couldn't spell it Sweetie. Okay. Like I hate how T Grizzly spells his name. Yeah. But he probably got to spell it like that because I'm sure there's another T Grizzly in Apple Music or some or, shit. I'm sure you just can't copyright certain words. You just can't be like I'm the Grizzly. No, motherfucker, there's Grizzly Bears. Like Ti, name was Tip. But Q-tip was signed. It was like you can't be you can't you can't be tip because we already got Q-tip. And nigga just said, "Well, just drop the P." That's the stupidest. It's the stupidest reason why they got his name name Ti. But he was like, "What's Tip?" And let's just drop the. 
right, I, I never, right. I, you know, I never understood why he called himself TIP or Tip. I never, I mean, Tip or TIP. I never it understood. Was tip, but that's probably what the hood uh, called him. Q-tip was, was already like, signed to the label. They're like, you can't be Q-tip. I mean, you can't be Tip, and we got a Q-tip, so you got to come up with something Figure different. Figure it out. All right, TI. They fucking TI. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> either either you gonna figure it out, or we gonna figure it out for you. Name Clifford. <laughs> Clifford the the, the, the nah. big nah, ass you, red dog. You can't you can't do nothing with Clifford. Nah. Uh so I saw this and I was kind of kind of taken back that Arkansas has become the first state to ban health care for trans youth. Is HB Good job. Really? Shit. I don't I don't think the answer is banning trans youth from accessing health care. Or to have health insurance coverage, because that's that's what this is doing. Well, well, let me rephrase before I take the good job. So, what is exactly the health? Because is it specifically things that have to do with gender reassignment surgery or healthcare? Period. Banning trans youth from accessing health care and health insurance coverage that they deserve and need. But that's still a weird way to end. But see, see how it's worded: the health care that they deserve and need. What is that health care? I don't know the the cap, you know, when, when it comes to health care, because like we all got health insurance and like it's very tricky with what your insurance is going to cover sometimes yeah. what they not going to cover. So, I mean, you know, trying to encompass all of that, like in this episode, no, be damn near impossible. So I don't know the different caveats, but I think just inherently in hearing it, trying to because it's written that way to make you feel that way. Right. Because if you hear like, yo. If you have a trans child, they can't get health care. Nigga, like, what? What if I got a cold? Like, no, that's fucking stupid. No, everyone needs health care if you got it. Now, if they saying we're not, you can have coverage for gender reassignment surgery as a youth, then I, I can mean, support I, I that. I can deal with that. Yeah, and like, yeah. as an adult, if you want to do that, do whatever the fuck you want to. But the state is not going to sponsor children having and, gender reassignment and, and surgery and shit like that. And that's that. what I wonder is like, is this state insurance or like if I got Blue Cross Blue Shield, like are you saying like my my coverage is, is different in Arkansas now? So like, Because in Arkansas they may say even though you got Blue Cross Blue Shield but in this state it's illegal for you to provide these services for now, now that makes sense. Now, and I can also see like state insurance, like the state insurance ain't got to cover that shit. They they gonna give you the bare ass minimum. You can go see a doctor. You can get some medicine. The end. So some feel that surgeries like that and or even abortion should be not covered by insurance because some people who pay into it, like yo, I don't want to, I don't want to pay into and support that. If you want to do it, fine, you can do it, but you just got to pay your own money, right. not the community fun that we we do and i would be okay with that yeah. i'd be i'd be perfectly fine with that people are not fine with that okay. angela stanton that's one of her people like yo i don't do whatever you need to do but nigga i'm not paying for it so if you want that you pay and it was a big thing because i guess some folks offered like planned parenthood like 60 million dollars and it was like but with this money you know you can't use it for for this they was like well we don't want none of the money but what about all the other good shit that you do that you need funding for? Like, no, if we can't <laughs> if we can't kill the babies, then we don't want the money. Yeah, I mean, you. It's hard to. I'm not saying it's it's hard because yeah, I guess you you can. But like when you give someone the money for some, yeah, I gave my girl hundred fifty dollars on her light bill, but she wouldn't fucking ball weave with it. Like I can't I can't dictate what happened to the money once it's out of my hands. On a personal level, no. But on a business, yes, fuck you can. 
So, I mean, if I give you SBA money, nigga, that money and those receipts have to be shown that you use that shit with your business. I gave you the money, but what did you do with it? I went to Somerset and I ran up a check at MCM and and have a good business reason for it. Because when them receipts come back, we do an audit. Nigga, if it don't run my money, I had to be fresh in my video shoot. Could be if you got a, if you got an entertainment I, company that I could be. I just dropped it. the album. I got to be fresh for that video shoot. Yeah, low key that could be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have gone to the strip club right and blew that money. Oh, nigga, that was promotional marketing because I got to be like depending on how creative you can be and if you have the right business that lines up with it, that yeah. could literally be it. But yeah. your but your LLC is for childcare and you yeah <laughs> and then, you you running the checkup and lose for time yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next thing. This is right up your alley because shit that you were right about. Baltimore will no longer prosecute drug possession, prostitution, and other low-level offenses. Everybody to come to the new red light district. Okay. Man, bring Hamsterdam for real. Yeah. Right. Right in, in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Fem, what What are we doing here? The war on drugs is fake. It's racist. Mm-hmm. The war on drugs has always been about black people. It's not been about. It's, it's never been about the drugs. I just always felt like the war on drugs just was like a, you know, it was it I was mean, good promotion. Like it's it was, it's a it, good it, phrase it, it, it to was, say. It was some Reagan shit to appease his people. So, um, shit is what we asked for. Though. What I just you said, what right? Saying? Which was the war on drugs has always been racist. It's all been about black people. Like that's not just me spitting some shit out, right? So the movie that y'all just watched um, um, on. Um, the Billy Holiday movie, right? Right. Um, about the gentleman, Harry Anslinger, who was going against her the whole nine yards. He's the first person who actually started the quote unquote war on drugs, specifically because he was a racist. Um I read a well, I watched three hours of him discussing this the the writer of the book on Harry Anslinger, um, on Joe Rogan podcast, and then I downloaded the book. And just got an idea of like what started all this shit. So if you watch that Billie Holiday movie and all that fucked up treatment they did to her um, was the start of it. But the war on drugs, even before Reagan, it was never about the drugs. It was about who was using them. It was about black people. And like statistic wise, it proves this shit ain't never been about that. But to episode, I don't know, 29 or whatever the fuck episode we was, all drugs should be legal. Um, all drugs should be legal, not because you should do drugs, but because when you make them illegal, you create the black market and you create murders and you create you a shit storm or shit that niggas can't get away from. Yeah. Make that shit healthy, my nigga. I bet you if you I sat there, I went to the barbershop yesterday, right? And um I went to Tones and right down eight mile evergreen. And before I go in, I'm just sitting there in front of the dispensary and just watching niggas go in and out. I was only there for 15 minutes. I watched 30 motherfuckers go in and out, in and out, in and out. I'm like, damn nigga, this is like the neighborhood trap house banging. All that fucking money. Niggas would rather go somewhere safe and go get their motherfucking drugs and products and somewhere they can, I can come back to them like, yo, something happened to me when I smoked this. But now, who the fuck wanna go into back some with back your alley? For your eighth? Nigga, do you know how much money these fucking dispensers you be making? A lot, man. A ton of money. <laughs> My God. Now they got a spot on the corner. You buy the weed here and you go next door to the little club and you can go smoke it in a safe place. Yeah, because people people are going to do what they want to do. But like like you, uh, a big part of it is 
is safety. I know people like well in their 50s and 60s that like to get high and smoke weed, but they don't want to go to Terrell and them at the fucking trap house. You know, they they rather go to the dispensary with their car. Because you don't know if that bitch going to get shot up or not. You know what I'm saying? Going to you don't know if Terrell going to rob you. Yeah. You know, you and it's, it's so many other outside influence that come with buying drugs on the street as opposed to buying drugs in a safe and secure environment. So, I mean, mm-hmm. now Baltimore's reasoning for it, uh, they said a lot of a lot of it has to do with COVID. Like, why are we putting, why are we packing all these low level low level offenders into this courtroom for for fines and shit like that? Like, it's it's just not it's just not safe. The money, and, it's kind of like they saying the money ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? So. And, and I mean, police and the manpower of your police department could be better served doing other things than stopping. You know, prostitution. Why are you policing women's bodies or men's bodies? If I felt like having sex with somebody, why the fuck I can't get paid for it? Like, it's, it's literally me. I can do it for free, but I can't do it for money. Like, yeah. it literally is it, no business of yours. If you want a person to set up all of your sex uh, appointments and you want to get that nigga some money to do it, fam, that's not my business. Yeah. Now, if that person is violent towards you or beating you up or extorting you or that's an actual crime children or some type of trafficking involved that's that's something different but if i am a consenting adult and i decide to sell this penis for sixty dollars to a a young woman willing to pay for it well that's a business transaction between her and i you know i I want less government you know what i'm saying like i don't want government in our in our personal interactions and our individual transactions fam how do i tell somebody that they I mean, how we do that? Yeah, it's it's wrong if you sell them pussy in front of an elementary school and his kids getting out of school. Like, yeah, that's that's probably wrong in the police. Is it? I mean, because I'm not actually having the sex there, right? I can sell gym shoes in front of a fucking school. When his kids involved to get a little, it's a, mor- it's a moral thing. <laughs> yeah, it's get a, a little. Thing. I mean, you're not <laughs> fucking in front of kids, but if that's the point, if the, whatever reason, that's where y'all met up. Like, who the fuck knows what y'all about to go do? Let's just keep the babies out of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't have any other good reason. Just, just keep the baby. Just keep the shit away from the baby. It's definitely a moral thing, right there. Yeah. Bro. Just, just keep it. If you go sell pussy in a school zone, be a hundred yards away from the school. Like, I get it. Just give me, give them a little space. But if, but if, if you want to get on uh, your kids' teacher, you gonna move a hundred yards away from the school to, to, yeah. to shoot your shot? Uh, hey, Miss Baxter. Or, or the, the, the <laughs> I like other that skirt you wearing today. Other lady who bringing her kid up. You about to? Sh- if you want to, you want to shoot your shot. Like, what's up with you tonight? You want to wait till y'all get a hundred, a hundred yards away? Nah, no, oh, I'm gonna okay. wait till she walked a little motherfucker in the class, and uh, yeah. you know. Now that's not. I'm. I'm that's not me saying I think y'all should be selling pussy in front of a school. I'm just saying, like, no, you should not be fucking in front of kids. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's you, not what I'm you saying. should probably like, you know, if you're gonna holler at their teacher, use a little, little, little discretion. Yeah. Read, read the room perfectly before Thanks. you make that. Uh, before you make that jump, before yeah, your, sure. your baby start getting F's that they ain't deserves. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's where you exchange the money at. Hey man, give me my fucking money. I ain't walking nowhere. Give me my fucking money from last night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's walk a couple hundred. Yeah. Bitch, give me my money, <laughs> right. okay? Right, but I don't have I don't have no problem with uh with Baltimore taking this this initiative. Like I just feel like police manpower can be used for better stuff than to shake down Rodnell and them for selling fucking Portland, grams. Portland, Portland was the first one to do that shit, right? Yeah, the states. Yeah, it was Portland. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm saying like, uh, yeah, it, it New York just made uh, weed legal. Yeah, they did. They finally did, which is shocking. That's yeah. shocking as fuck to me. And they just put out a release the police department on their Instagram page saying the smell of marijuana um, is no longer uh, an offense they can pull you over for or go inside their car for. Yeah, yeah, nigga, my clothes smell like weed. I don't mean I'm smoking. Shit, fucking NYPD probably over there sick as hell too about that shit. Bitch asses. Then, then police. You know what I'm saying? Like police, other police. Actual crimes, police break-ins, violent assaults, rapes, gun charges, police shit like that. Not because a, a motherfucker want to get high nigga, in their personal time. That nigga smell like a pound, nigga. Get the fuck on, bro. Like, that, nigga, that nigga smoke. He smoke. Like, don't be trying to. It, uh, it, could, be, it could be way worse shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be way worse shit going on. So let these motherfuckers smoke. I think the motherfuckers be scared. That's probably why they be looking for shit like that, too. Especially when your governor is accused of sexual assault. Oh, say it again. Yeah, say it again. man. Say it. And the nigga said, I ain't stepping down. So there's that. Go investigate that, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Suck my dick is basically what he told y'all niggas. I'm coming to work tomorrow. And it will be nobody will speak of this shit. Man, I'm cool, my brother be on some bullet, be on some silly shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. You see them niggas going back and forth with each other yeah, on, on TV. On, on TV all the yeah. time. Hey dog, just, you see the other Como from uh, CNN when that nigga was uh, out in a little party or out there, and some nigga called a nigga. Uh, I forget the name. He called him from the Godfather, and he was about to whoop his ass. Yeah, like yo, yo, he, yo, Chris Cuomo about that shit though. But that motherfucker was on TV. Like, how much bullshit do you need in your life? I'm like, yeah, he about that. He 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 on, he on that. He on that tip. <laughs> he the nigga that he he is probably a 100 percent a different person when he's off air. Yeah. But they was doing that big brother, little brother shit on TV. Like, nigga, mom loves you both. Yeah, like, like he's like, call mom. When's the last time you call mom? How about that? <laughs> that nigga, say, say that shit from when y'all playing Xbox later on tonight. Like, get the fuck off the of TV. <laughs> so I got some more fuck shit. Uh, the Utah governor signs a bill requiring all cell phones sold in state to block porn. Now you reaching though. Mormon, Mormon, Mormon ass state. <laughs> Mormon ass state. But I can have two wives, three wives. Or we can do all the fucking we want with all these goddamn children, but I can't look at it on my phone. I guess like yo, you got enough of it in your house. You don't need to look at it on your phone. Religion. They they, they want a, a filter put on cell phones and tablets sto- sold in the state where motherfuckers can't watch porn. I think there's just bigger shit to there's bigger shit to worry about. I think we worry be about, about the, like the, the we be worrying about the wrong shit. You know I what I'm saying? I'm not for that level of censorship. I just told y'all niggas that I want less government. And once you let them niggas do shit like this, what's the next thing that they gonna take from you? How you fuck you gonna tell me what I can have on my phone? You can have on whatever you want level. as long as it ain't porn, nigga. Nah, I don't even think that's constitutional. I, I don't think so either. It's got to be free. I, I think your freedom of speech is being encroached on in certain in some type of capacity. My That's my um my pursuit of happiness. That's guaranteed towards me. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Nigga, Big I'm trying black to get, oily butts is trying your to get pursuit this of happiness. Off. That's my pursuit of happiness, and you're not letting me pursue my happiness, okay? Uh, because of some religious shit, man. I'll tell you, man, the worst shit is religion and politics, dog. It no, is, because people, people use people. it to control. People too, yeah. It's the people, because yeah. the book say something, and then you say something different. Yeah, no. Niggas pick and choose what they want to follow in the book. Like They, they choose the shit that's that makes sense for them and like so this is how I sin so this is not as bad as how you sin we all do something we all do something wild wicked evil but like man 
Like you say, I can have three wives in. Uh, I can have three wives in Utah. Man, fuck Utah and them fucking weak ass Mormons. Them niggas think that black people is cursed. Do you know that? Yeah, I've they heard think that the 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 darker you are, the more evil you are. Like them niggas don't look at us like we humans and shit. They they look at us like we're the actual devil. I don't know if you remember Coach Fobbs from Cast Tech. That name sound familiar. He used to he used to coach football and he coached softball, but he ended up he went to BYU for college. And he definitely told us some crazy stories about that Mormon experience and being down at, at Brigham Young University for college. I don't got no shit respect week. for that shit. Shit week. Uh, I only think I got one more other. Man, you see, I think I seen something there about uh, some chick going into a bathroom and shit. Yeah, so I, I wanted to, to get y'all opinion. So this young lady says, I used a gender neutral bathroom today and two men came in while I was washing my hands. Man number one didn't care, used the bathroom in front of me. Man number two waited outside the bathroom till, excuse me, till after I left from inside. I thank man number two for respecting my privacy uh, because I felt so violated. Uh, I don't think either one of these gentlemen did anything wrong. Man number one who walked past, first of all, you say it's a gender, gender neutral bathroom. So you understand that like anybody can come in this motherfucker. Hey, I gotta go piss. So shit, I'm not worried about this shit. I gotta go use my goddamn bathroom. <laughs> the the bathroom say anybody can use it. So I came I, in and I, I used the bathroom. Used the bathroom, yeah. The yeah. other one, he was polite. He was like, "All right, you know, this is kind of a weird situation." So I just wait. I'll just wait. And that's probably like his level of comfort. But I, mm-hmm. I feel, so like Chicago had gender neutral bathrooms for a long time, and I remember. Like first going to Chicago, like for the first time was maybe like oh six, oh seven. And like going into the club and like I'm at the stall taking a piss and there's, you know, four girls in there taking selfies and doing what the fuck they do. I mean, that's what the fuck you I I knew when I walked in the door that this is a gender neutral bathroom. So anybody may roll up in here. Yeah. And that's that's just what it is. But I'm like you. I done had Four, four cups of uh, Hennessy and like nigga I got to piss I don't give a fuck who in the bathroom either I'm gonna be wearing it or it's going in this stall yep exactly so the first guy he's just like man look I understand like look this is what it is now I gotta use the goddamn bathroom so shit you know I gave you what you wanted y'all wanna keep acting like gender ain't real it's not a real thing it's like there is not a difference between a man and a woman well fuck it I'm gonna pull my dick out and use the bathroom in the fucking urinal that's what Niggas do in the bathroom. You, do you want it to be? You want shit to be equal? Or you want them to be fair? And some and the two and at this the, point, the two don't go hand in hand. And at this point, it ain't equal and it ain't fair. Because she wanted the nigga to stand outside, so now I don't have a bathroom. Yeah, I'm supposed to be conscious of you because you here, like, bitch. What about me? Why the fuck you can't just pee with the other girls? <laughs> like, why? Why is it? Why, how did this become a thing that the the country's divided on? Like, nigga, we've been because going to different bathrooms forever. Everybody wants things to be equal and fair, and it does. I'm like, we're we're different for a reason, and I'm sorry. Like, it it might make people upset, but the world just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't like we try and gray the line and blend. We've probably like touched on a subject like this or like the same type of subject like the past couple of weeks. Like we want shit that seems that used to be one way and was our norm. And now people get all their panties in a bunch. Well, everybody should be able to do everything. Well, if everybody's going to be able to do everything, then some motherfuckers going to be a little bit more uncomfortable than they were previously. Yeah. So. And like. 
like that shit sound good in practicality. I mean, in, in theory, but not in practicality. No. Um, like I don't really want some. some I, people should be in different bathrooms. I, I don't want a man taking a piss in the same bathroom when my daughter is trying to wash her hands. I really don't. Or my wife. Yeah. Or my sister. Like my it don't mother, gotta be that like, we go yeah. to the kid because we think everybody can like. Everybody gonna agree with me when I say kid, but like no, my grandma. I don't want twenty two year old nigga in the bathroom with my grandma. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Uh nigga, they got bitch. She, lived her, she lived her life this long to have to deal with that shit in her in her later days. Like, no, no, no. Man, this country is so fucking wild to me because we act like the niggas who are alive currently, right now, who pushing some of this weak ass legislation, y'all wouldn't even let black people in the fucking bathroom. Facts. My grandma just turned eighty seven on Monday. She was around she, she when she could not. Jim Crow. Yeah. Now you trying to make it. Now you so fucking progressive. You wouldn't even let motherfucker in the bathroom. Not even in the front fucking door. Now you're going to be like, all right, fuck it. You want to make, make everybody equal? Now. Now look what you got to do. I don't believe this shit, dog. That shit crazy. Huh? What, what, what about it don't you believe? Because it's, it's, it's real as fuck. I, mean, I don't believe it's real. I think it's the overarching thing is to get to make what's up down and what's down up. Is this the o- the overlay for the underlay of some type of hidden agenda? It ain't hidden. We ain't talking about in the last couple of weeks, nigga. Everything that was that's normal is perverse, and everything that's perverse is normal. Niggas will make an argument that you should have live action fucking on national television at four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, nigga, you can't suppress their like, and they will make they will make you feel bad for having some fucking. Cool. I mean, I yes. mean as, much, as much as we knocked it, like, nigga, I love the WAP performance on the Grammys, but, like, they was definitely bumping pussies and singing about wet-ass pussy on, on, on primetime television. So, I mean. And, but niggas will always go to the kids until it don't fit their argument no more. Like, well, fucking watch your kids then. All right, well, fucking watch your kids in the bathroom then. Yeah. Yeah, the shit, the, the shit is weak. Uh, and I did want to circle back on something. We will add to the pamphlet shit you were right about. Uh, you know, Nike, you put a cease and desist on these oh, yeah. air devils that oh, yeah. uh, that uh, Lil Nas X was was trying to pass. Hey, man, they they st- are not sanctioned Nike shoes. Do you see what a stupid ass trying to say? Like he tried to say some shit. Like well, you know, you just trying to stop our freedom of speech, bitch. No, that's their that's their intellectual property. Why the fuck do you want? Why the fuck are you trying to do this? Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. Like, nigga, just stop selling the shoes. Nike spent a lot of money trying to brand itself as something in particular. Niggas love Air Max 97s. And then and then he tried to say, like, you didn't try to sell, you didn't try to uh, sue for the Jesus shoes. I'm like, yeah, it's Jesus. Did. They probably didn't. But number but one. Let's just, no, but let's, let's just yeah, start. Yeah. Because it's Jesus, nigga. Yeah. Well, Jesus better than the devil. Like, that's not, like, <laughs> what and, the fuck? And, and not alone those Air Max being the, the Air Holy Waters. Uh, that we're referring to, they are actually Nike sanctioned shoes. These these shoes that Lil Nas X is trying to push are not they're like Nike's. Like no, yeah, no, to, they're not. To the point I just made, like niggas are really going to be like, "Yo, nigga, we need the devil to get equal time." What? Yeah, I can't believe you made some Jesus shoes. And what? All, and all this shit is is like Lil Nas is trying to be a troll because he's trying to capture what he had from Old Time Road. He can't get that shit no more. He is a troll. Yeah, he's he a is troll. a troll. And he he, all this is doing like there's no such thing as bad publicity. All this is just like getting his name out there. This is probably just a wild ass rollout for whatever the fuck he finna do. That weak and, ass song he put out that didn't nobody say anything about. 
They talk about the video of him getting fucked in the ass by a fucking devil. Yeah. And all the kids who blew up the most popular song in the history of recording songs. All the kids fucking love Old Town Road. Now the kids like you. Now they go watch your next video and it's you getting fucked in the ass by the devil. Like, come on, my nigga. It's just a wild rollout. That's all. And I just and ain't nobody be like, yeah, nigga, but that video was wild, but that song fire. No, no, no one uh, said that. No, no it's one, just, no, no one just, said that. It's shit, just trolling. It's just trolling on ten thousand. That's all it is. It's trolling on ten thousand. I think that's. I think that's all we got. Topic wise, you got a oh, whose man's is this? Um, oh yeah. Listen, man. Let me. Uh, I'm so tired of that motherfucker, man. I'm so tired now. Yeah, whose man? Who? Whose man's is this? So tired of his. I'm so tired Michael Rappaport. So tired of that motherfucker. Let me talk to you for a hot second, my nigga. Um, I think you a hoe. Mm-hmm. Like I think, as in, like you a hoe ass nigga. Um, he uploaded onto Instagram some DM conversation between him and Kevin Durant. Um, Michael Rappaport is a troll. Like he talks shit for a living. Damn right. It. He even got a he got a book called himself the MVP of trash talking, right? You antagonize people on the internet, um, black people, um, yeah. sports stars and celebrities, and um, I'll read some of these tweets. So, Mike Rapport had tweeted, uh, "KD seems deeply in his feelings with NBA MBT." Excuse me, the NBA and TNT crew after the game. Damn it, capital letters. He's super sensitive about everything. Don't do the interview. Um, KD responded, you a bitch. <laughs> he responds, just do the fucking interview. If you upset about something that they said, capital letters, say something up there looking like you're about to cry and shit. He said, I did do the interview, you dickhead. Tell your baby daddy Chuck to be a better at his job and frame the questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass question, yes or no. Real shit. Chuck asked him a yes or no question, and he was like, yes. Be better at your fucking job. Um, he said, I heard it all before. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Rapport said something else, and Katie said, I heard it all before you cunt. Chuck doesn't need you as security, you pale, pasty, cum-guzzling bitch. <laughs> I swear I'm going to spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Bet your life on it. Meet me on 17th, uh, meet me on West 17th tomorrow at 10. Or better yet, what's your address? 10 a.m. <laughs> at Catch Steak on the corner. Meet me there, pussy. So then this nigga replies back, go help some kids in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and stop being a fucking puss. Pussy, yeah, no, this is the part where I'm, I'm I'm upset. Why would you tell me to go help kids in Brownfield, Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Why would you tell me the black athlete who was from from what Maryland and shit, yeah, yeah, um, the DMV area, to go help some kids in um in Brooklyn, Brownsville specifically? Are you telling me because I'm a black athlete, I need to go help go some help them black, poor kids? black kids? Oh, so are you assuming all kids are poor, like? That just seems very racial to me. That's a random comment, right? Yeah. You a bitch for even caring how I do an interview. 
All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. Trump didn't pay you attention on your sorry ass. So now you want to use everybody else to get views and laughs. Your life is a joke. You fucking pale cocksucker. Go get some sun. It's fucking with your brain. Piece of shit. He responds again. Go to Brownsville and help people that need it. Goofball. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. I have a problem with him, too. What was you saying? What was you saying on the messages that you deleted? Because he deleted some messages. I'm sure he did. Yeah, he said some bullshit. He but he deleted. probably started some go help some kid shit because you knew I was going to upload this shit. Mm. Now you're trying to be nice. Bitch, why don't you go help some motherfuckers? Nigga, you from New York, ain't you? Why don't you go it's, help the kids in New York? You a fucking millionaire. What the fuck? What a, why don't white people help white people? Yeah. Why it's, it's always black people that got to go help black people? It's always been notorious that Kevin Durant is like a, a little, little fickle and can be... Uh, Sensitive. I don't believe that to be the case. Okay. Well, I mean, you, we we've seen him be. be we've seen him talk shit on on the internet with niggas who like. You've probably made with this one. This is probably like the fourth time we see Kevin Durant respond to a nigga on Twitter. But every time he responds, it's like, look at him. He's so sensitive. Oh, niggas talking shit. I want to get my tweets off back. That make me sensitive. I I just think that we. We have a false narrative on athletes, actors, entertainers. That like you should be, you should have tougher skin for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, well, you should, should be- have tougher skin when I talk shit back. I'm a human, nigga. You talking shit to me? You say it all the time on this pod, nigga. Talk to us. We talk back. Yeah. If you talk shit, I'm gonna talk shit back. Exactly. Why can't you take it if you dishing it out? Because the, the expectation, like. I don't want to call us journalists. Like it's a little bit different on our level as opposed to a nigga that's famous like Kevin Durant. Like you know that spotlight is on you now, and I don't care. I think he was scared too because Kevin Durant, like I'm about to beat your ass. Where, where, where you at? And he probably probably got spooked. But First like, of all, this this is a fight that'll never happen. Yeah, if you tell if Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant show up on a street in New York. <laughs> Like the 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 paparazzi would be there within minutes. Like it's it's almost like hold me back. You know, I want to. When you faking like you want to oh, fight, that hold, oh, hold that, me that, back. That's definitely a hold me back ass yeah. fight too. That's I'm definitely not. A hold me back. I'm not one of them people. It's a, it's such an easy cop out when you can sit there and hurl, hurl inserts at a person countless times, countless times, countless times, and then the second they respond, to you, look at them so sensitive. I think I just responded, like. I'm not going to take shit from anybody yeah, look, just because. And I ain't forget that bullshit said about LeBron James, um, uh, Fran Maverick Carter, uh, the U.S. speak, speaking at USC. I didn't forget about that shit either. Well, we're going to get to it. We're going to get a little, little bit more. So he said, go to Brownsville, get back to kids again. He said, you go do it, you clown. Good for you. But nobody gives a fuck. Suck a dick. Can't wait to tell you this in person. So then KD sends him a video uh, of... Um, uh, Dave uh, Portno, the, the owner of Boston Sports, he fired uh, um, Rappaport and then Rappaport sued him because they made they put a, a picture of Rappaport on a TV on a T-shirt and um, had like a little mark on his lip. And um, and oh, yeah, herpes. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what that was like the joke on there. So he he, he sued them niggas for defamation of character. And um, because I guess somebody at the studio called him a herp having some such such. The case got thrown out, right? But like you would, you talk shit about niggas for a living. You do be having some shit on your fucking lip, and we put that shit on a shirt. You now you want to sue for defamation of character? Does that change your character if you actually have something on your fucking lip? No. Let's just say you do got herpes. 
is that def- defaming your character? If it's a true, if it's true. But but you don't want people in your in your personal business. And That's not that, defamation in, in your, of character. You can't sue me for defamation of character. If I said, hey, you're a, a horrible person who beats his wife, that can change somebody's character. Like, that's a part. If you got a fucking STD, nigga, that don't. You just had a bad night at the bar. That's a, That'll make you a bad person. <laughs> That'll make you a bad person. So he sent them that shit and said, ha you such a bitch. You suing another man for talking shit about you. I can't wait to spit on your pussy ass. <laughs> You called your lawyer like a pussy. Spicy. You couldn't talk Portnoy oh, talking. Oh, he was fed the fuck up. You couldn't uh, take Portnoy talking shit to you. Defamation of character. Three question marks. Like fam, you talk shit. You wrote a book. It said you the you the the fucking king of trash talk. A nigga roast you back, and you can't take it. You do shit. You take screenshots and put that shit on the internet. Nigga said your wife mad as fuck because you wasting that little bit of money on lawyers because you can't take a joke. How pussy are you? Your wife doesn't even respect you, your bitch ass. Um, and that's and my and Rappaport kind of came back like you don't put me with wife and kids into it. Like, eh. listen, all this shit went down in a DM. Um, so I wasn't looking for no clout. I wasn't looking for no fame. I was talking directly to you, man, and man. I said, "Nigga, we could even meet up. Nigga, you like six, seven? You you tall? You probably way more than KD too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you got all that shit to say." But then you want to take that shit and put it public. Now, I don't like Michael Rappaport for a couple of reasons. I don't know if y'all niggas remember this shit from 2018. You know who Kenya Mori is? Yeah. Yep. Um, went to Cass Tech. Yeah. Beautiful black woman. Well, he got into it with her for, for whatever reason, and he posted and deleted um, a picture of her and then put her split face with a fucking gorilla. Now, my nigga, we not doing that. You need your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? We're not comparing black women to gorillas. You need your ass beat for real. No, that's not some shit that we do. He got a whole bunch of questionable shit. The shit you referred to with Maverick Carter. No, we don't get down like that, my nigga. Because you a hoe and you a whole hoe and niggas know you a hoe. So they talk to you like you a hoe. Yep. And then you went and told to me. You went and told on niggas, basically. Nigga hoeing you in your DM personally. You went, hey, everybody, I think I'm a little scared. And see, look, here's my thing with this motherfucker, too. He think he has a pass because he talk about old school hip-hop and everything else. He's like, his mumble rap is trash and everything else. No, that don't give you a pass, bitch. You can't no. do that. You can't do that type of shit that you're trying to do. That's that's literal culture. Yeah, it's culture. he's a culture vulture for sure. You can't, you can't use the culture for your for your advantage. So, Just because you grew up in New York, you listen to rap music, and you play hip-hop, like niggas are always like, oh, we should invite them to no, that doesn't no, give I you a pass I, to the pick. I get I get that's one thing I get tired of. Like we got we gotta invite him to the barbecue. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, dog. That's the worst shit. That's like some cool ass shit. Nigga, just because you like to listen to Evanescence doesn't mean that the white folk gonna invite you to the fucking to the fucking picnic. Yeah, they, the picnic. Keep, yeah, we ain't we, 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 we not we not getting we not getting invited to that motherfucking to the picnic with the motherfucking flannel um blanket and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, basket. It's, nah, it's, that it's, it's too much of that type of acceptance. They not giving us they not giving us the casserole. And mm. and what kind of and what also made it a whole move is that the NBA also ended up finding Kevin Durant fifty Which racks was bullshit for Wait, this, the, for this was, interaction. Action. What the fuck you found the fuck for that shit? Y'all hear his comment on this shit? No. He was like, yeah, um, I didn't want people to hear that. Um, but hopefully we can get past it. I mean, it's all he gets. Keep it going. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like Kevin Durant, man, because I don't play by these unrealistic rules and these antiquated rules that people have. 
It's 2021. And I got the opportunity to speak my mind because I'm a free, flesh and blood human being. If you want to. Now, if if Kevin Durant spent eight hours every single day replying to every single comment, then I can say, OK, man, maybe you a little bit too sensitive. Right. Because you spend every single day defending that shit. Nigga, every once in a while, I got some time to burn. I get on Twitter. and I see some shit I don't fucking like. I'm going to say something about it. Are you are you sensitive? And when you see a retweet that come on your timeline from a stranger and that's some wild shit, you don't you retweet that shit and be like, nigga, this is dumb as fuck. Where you get this from? Does that, that that'll make you sensitive? No, and and I get people that, you know, I'm a, on a on a much lower level, but like I get people that troll me like weekly on Twitter. I get motherfuckers that that, you know, say say shit specifically about me or something that I've said on the show. Like, I don't get no fuck. I don't I don't care. I don't care. The opposite of sensitive is you want him to be insensitive? Cause I can go that route. And I don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. Now you're not about to talk shit about me, my nigga. Free reign publicly on the internet and I don't I can't defend myself? Cause of why? See, I want you to. They they just want you to be one thing. They want you to be monolithic and just be a basketball player. Just be an ambassador for the game. I tell you what. Um, last week, a week before last, somebody s- sent in a letter on this week in culture. We read it. You know I remember they was trying to take uh, you to task. We addressed it. You know, I did it respectfully. You know what I'm saying? But look, where this shit going to end up going, um, I ain't about to be nice and respectful for every nigga who got some shit to say. Sometimes you're going you're gonna to get what the fuck I really think. And I'm okay with that. It's not going to be every single day. But like, nigga, we human. You're going to get this work. Niggas gonna laugh at you. I'm gonna make I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an example out of you. Niggas gonna laugh at you, and then it's gonna teach the rest. It could teach the rest of people, or it could cause. Oh, I'm gonna get a response, huh? Let me let me be real, me. Who knows? But like, so I'm gonna give another anecdote that you know my old man always blessed me with. Truth and ass whoopings get the same the same level of attention. If you ask for it, that's what you should receive back. Hey Amen. Play stupid prize. I mean, play stupid games. Win stupid prize. prize like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, I mean, if you don't want to hear, if you you can't you can't throw rocks. If you don't want to hear what a motherfucker's got to say, don't address them. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you know, I go about my day on my social media on my Twitter, and I don't I don't fuck with people. Like I'm not no bully, but like I ain't no bitch neither. So I mean. You know, and and the same, I look at the same with Kevin Durant. Like, no, do we view him as, like, some type of tough guy, NBA goon? No, but he is still a man. He is still a person. He still has feelings, thoughts, and opinions. And if you keep poking a motherfucker, you know, if I poke you a hundred times and you finally decide to slap me back, well, motherfucker, you earned it. I don't, y'all don't know who Kevin Durant is. Like in real life, y'all don't know who he is. Dog. <laughs> we see him. We we watch his games. We enjoy what he does on the court. But we don't know. We don't know shit about that man. All them tattoos he got. He got the bitches everywhere that you can't see him while he's playing a jersey. A nigga body is covered in tattoos because I want to be presented a certain way. I don't want that. When he when he made his statement, he was like, I did. I never wanted you guys to hear that. Not that I'm sorry. I didn't say I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry for y'all hearing that or sorry for y'all seeing it. Never wanted y'all to see that. I ain't sorry for saying it. The nigga a bitch. Mm-hmm. He a hoe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk shit. If a nigga on the internet talking shit to me, I'm going to talk back when I feel like it. Because I got that right. It is what it is, man. The game is the game. Yeah. Uh, I do got a music pick for the week. Uh, a rapper from the West Coast by the name of Yellow Hill. 
Uh, I saw this song on Lando's page. Shout out to the homie Lando from the Hip Hop Lab. Uh, it's called My Story. Uh, West Coast artist. Got a nice bounce to it. I fuck with it. Myself, Cause some of my homies in my hood be acting weird, I'm the flesh I'm the heart and the soul of my city, you know it I remember fighting niggas about the bridge, I was low I was tripping My hair was fucked up and I was cripping Trigger finger scratching, it was itching Ex-bitch fucking with my niggas Send them to the dentist I'm relentless, I be wishing that these pussy niggas try me Never froze with the pistol when the police got behind me I had to burn her in the work and skip town, they can't find me I be fucking on these bitches while these niggas don't like me my story, you be sitting right beside me. Seen the closest homies gone and never snitched on anybody. I'm down to catch a body for the family, it's a hobby. Real crazy ass nigga, go to war with anybody. And they ain't wanna ride when it was time, we call them Urkels. Double back the car and hit again, my niggas working. We was outside when you little niggas was jerking. Tell the bitch I really need her just so I can snatch her burkin'. Wait, yellow cub, what's up, cub? Get at these niggas, cuz, in the real way. Let them know how we was doing in the morning. Remind me of Blueface, yeah. but on beat. Like a <laughs> Which is a huge difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference. So, so that's my music pick of the week, the homie Yellow Hill. Definitely. Uh, my story. Yo, and peace. since we got you here in the studio, dog, plug the fucking project. For oh, family. man, shit. Frank Castle out here right now, man. Um, all streaming services right now. Um... It's probably one of my hard. It was like the most difficult project I had to record because I put a lot of energy, I put a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears into that motherfucker. So um, you can hear it for the first two tracks, especially with growth. You can hear that shit, you know. So yeah, go ahead and check that out. Uh, Frank Castle is on every. It's on. It's everywhere. You know. You know what? Since since we got you here in the studio and this our fucking show, we gonna run it back, man. This is my favorite song off of the album, uh, song entitled Growth. Mm-hmm. Get the bullshit out the way Fuck the drama dog, let it blaze These niggas want me dead, I ain't tryna hear that Switch your ass on me, yeah, you know a nigga beat that I hear the hate, nigga, fuck you and your feedback Get money, hope you bitch niggas go and see that Can you feel that? I ain't fucking with ya You burn that bridge, bitch, I hope you get the big picture My love to your dead, man, I hope you understand that Now I'm making moves, bitch, nigga, go and stand back My name good, bitch, I never had to run off That's the wave I'm on, nigga. I put this on my pop's grave, I'm on, nigga. Love you to death, but now I can't fuck with you. It's a shame, dog. I used to get bucks with you. When the world was against you, I was always there. Held you down while them niggas wasn't playing fair. But God, show me the light, show me the real. Show me by your actions and your moves how you really feel. Had to bump my head, but a nigga had to learn. So look, go ahead and support the homie AMP project to Frank Castle. Appreciate it's out on all streaming services. My man Jay Johnson shot the cover artwork to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that shit was crazy. Yeah, and and crazy. just just you know you got a good team around you, man. The cloud chasers, good production. Mm-hmm. You know, man, just go ahead and support good good fucking quality music. And it's a lot of good music coming out y'all camp, man. Oh yeah, we you yeah know. niggas niggas been consistent with the shit, man. Absolutely, been, been super consistent with St- it. Um, stacked and dropped some projects. That yeah. Fat Bobby was my. Oh, Oh, man, my shit. We trying to get him back on that shit too, man. We, he 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 about to get back on it, dog. He was definitely talking about getting back on it. Honey got some new shit on the way. Um, That's him and up. him and Train got a project about to come out, and that bitch is crazy. 
Okay. Um, Tizzy got some shit that's about to come out soon. Too. I'm actually doing the first single for that for this next project too, so that's about to drop soon. Uh, Illuminati G, he got a lot of shit going on too, so he's about to drop some shit. Polo about to drop some shit. Like we just, hey man, niggas got to work. Yeah, as long exactly. as the work coming. You know what? I I'll be honest, man. Just looking at my circle of the of the guys in the notice rapping, it's a lot of solid music coming out. And iron sharpens iron. When you got a good team around you. Uh, you got good music around you, good ideas. There's no corny shit, no fuck shit coming out from the niggas that I know and I fuck with and I respect. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the music. Yeah, we got some shit too. Jason heard it already. Um, the Cloud Kitchen Freestyle. Um, uh, me, G, Stack, and um, Hundred. We about to drop that song too. We we that bitch been recorded for some months now, but we about to get to drop that real soon. You know, the timing got to be right. Yeah, it got to be right. It's, 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 it's it, it be old to you mm-hmm. as a recording artist because, like, all right, well, I did this four months ago, and sometimes you feel like, all right, when I drop it, need to come out tomorrow. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you, you timing is everything, and you, you put it out on the at the wrong time, it's not gonna catch the ears that it need to catch. It's definitely a summertime track. So when it's dropped, it's you know, you like, know when you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you make music you know when you know uh other than that man i think it's time for the benediction yeah yeah so as as customary when we had guests up in here and i want you to go ahead and give the people's all your socials where they can find you where they can find your music point them in the right direction all right all right yeah you can find me on twitter at i am at p um instagram at p music a n t p m u music you know what i'm saying you can find me on there um, I got a, got a couple of projects out on um, all the socials. I got the the prelude. That was the prelude. That was the um, the first project I was gonna drop before front, uh, before uh, Bad Luck Bundy. You got Bad Luck Bundy is out there right now, and then after that you have Frank Castle. That's on all streaming services. I got videos out there too, man. I got um, the YBE video featuring Hunter Andretti. That's doing good on um, YouTube. We got the uh, Laughing Underground video that's doing good on YouTube. Uh, paper. Well, actually, I'm about to re-release paper. Um, I got uh, shit. What's the name of that? What's the name of that damn song? I'm a little proud, but uh, Mirage is out there. Um, with um, Stack and Illuminati G. I got fucking um, uh, Insane with my nigga Polo. Polo two times. That's out there too. But no, nah, man. Cloud catches formatic, man. Um, shout to Empire for looking out for us and all this shit, man. They've been, they've been, they've been treating nigga good. So that's what's up. We got more shit coming out. I got another project coming out. Um, I got a drill project coming out called Black Box. Um, produced by Train Tizzy, uh, my dog JL from, uh, from Cali, and my boy Wante Jake from um, Houston. And then we going straight into Antihero. Okay. Antihero, we looking at for a fall release. Um, that's going to be a big project. I got a lot of big name features for that, too. All right, man. Keep the music going. And look, you're already at 50K streams. Let's get you to 500K streams. Oh, that's going to happen saying? real soon, man. That's going to happen real soon. That's what's up. It's your man Dame Gone Wild on IG. Dame Gone Wild on the Twitter. Just drop that eye on Wild. At me. Talk to me. I am a regular motherfucker. I will talk back. I will talk bad about your mama and your dusty looking kids. Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the you fuck at. you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast. ShopTalkPod.com. The brand is fucking strong. Holla at us. There you go. Yo, man. Shout out to y'all. 255 weeks in a row. Uh, I got a splitting headache. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry if my energy wasn't up, but hey, we make that shit happen no matter what. Weekend. 
and we got we like the Kyle Ripken of this shit. You know what I'm saying? We we the Iron Man of this podcast shit. That's a fact. Um, shout out to MP, Fomatic, Cloud Catches, the whole click, um, Train, Tip, Tris, um, the whole the whole team. Yes. Uh, shout out to D Rick. Shout out to uh, La Familia. Freaking TSG. Shot a little tiny in studio video for Rick. Uh, we're going to end up doing it over because he liked it so much. He want to perform better. <laughs> uh, so that one is probably not going. Y'all not going to see that shit. I'm going to NFT it though. Just in case you work some money uh, in the future and shit. Uh, most importantly, man, I just appreciate y'all, man, for checking in with us, man. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dang. Hell yeah. Peace. Here we are. We out of here.